associated with pet turtles should be an interesting topic. First off, I'm uh, back from a couple trips, so sorry for the paucity in uh, the uh, podcast here, but uh, life is busy, I suppose, for not just me, but for everybody, but try to get a, a one or two out here in the next little while. Um, so I was uh, listening to this podcast uh, on uh, from the National Center for Emerging and Zoonotic Infectious Diseases. Um, this is a part of the Emerging Infectious Diseases podcast, and I, I guess that's the title of it. Um, and this is a journal put out by the CDC, or the Center for Disease Control. And uh, they have a number of very short, or you know, from 5 to 30 minute uh, presentations on different papers that are covered in their journal. And one of these that kind of caught my eye was uh, Salmonella from Baby Turtles. Um, so I'm sure anybody who keeps reptiles... I uh, remembers the days, well, maybe weren't alive in the days of the, the penny store turtles, but uh, um, are aware of the issues of, of small turtles and are aware at least of the, the ban on small turtles. So turtles under four inches are not allowed to be sold within the United States um, due to huge outbreaks of salmonella back in the day when they were sold kind of in the you know, five and dime stores for, you know, pennies. Um, you could get a little pet turtle in a tiny little bowl, and they determined that uh, four inches was the size that was small enough to fit in a child's mouth. Now, salmonella transmission is generally only associated with uh, young children under 10 years old, and so that was kind of the, you know, nobody wants to see um, disease and, and uh, illness in children, and so um, that was kind of the push behind the, the banning of the sale of turtles under four inches as pets. And so, uh, you know, recently they've, this study that was conducted uh, across uh, an eight year period between 2006 and 2014 reported uh, around 15 multi state outbreaks of turtle associated salmonellosis in people uh, within the United States. And this was largely due to turtles under four inches, which is interesting because they shouldn't be sold as pets. But um, they, they bring up the fact that uh, a lot of turtles are sold, you know, small turtles under four inches are sold at these uh, kind of roadside stands um, that are not, you know, a, tr a typical or traditional pet shop. Uh, they're sold at maybe expos. And I know that uh, the expos that I've vended, um, sometimes the wildlife officers will come through and make sure there's no turtles being sold under four inches and this uh, goes for tortoises as well um, now I guess it should be um, you know people should know that you can get salmonella from any reptile uh, it doesn't just have to be turtles but um, the the way turtles kind of play a role you know first kids were sticking them in their mouth because they were small you know they pick them up and put them in their mouth because that's what babies do right and they stick it in their mouth um, but uh, these you know Outbreaks between 2006 and 2014 were not necessarily kids sticking turtles in their mouth, but they were associated with different behaviors. One was uh, 
kids kissing the turtles. Now, of course, uh, there's a way, you know, there's an obvious way for seminal to be transmitted between the turtle and the, and the kid. Um, other, uh, otherwise, they, they talk about um, letting the turtles roam on kitchen countertops or tabletops where food and drink were prepared and or, or even cleaning out the turtle bowl in the kitchen sink. And these can all lead to transmission of salmonella um, to uh, you know, susceptible people. Um, this, these outbreaks uh, r resulted in, in an accumulation of around 921 people being sick from salmonellosis between 2006 and 2014. Um, 156 of those resulted in hospitalization, hospital visit, and one um, infant actually died from uh, salmonellosis, which is sad. I mean, um, so you know, this is this is still a problem, and uh, um, so and and most of the people who were, you know, whose children were infected were not aware that. Uh, you could even get salmonella from turtles. I think it was around 15% of of people. Now, emerging infectious disease is kind of uh, is a is um, looks at the epidemiology of disease, and so they, of course, needed to track down where these uh, turtles were coming from, and and they found that uh, that most of the turtles that were involved in these outbreaks were coming from uh, two different farms in uh, Louisiana and so they went and tested the the ponds there and found the um, outbreak strains that were associated with the um, infections in the in children and so um, confirmed that these were the source of the uh, turtles that had salmonella and uh, kind of interesting it's kind of fun to hear how that stuff works so um, I guess you know it's it's kind of a uh, you know there's a lot of opinions on both sides i mean obviously education is very important and you know if if people are selling things uh illegally you know selling s small turtles um and and people are not there, there's probably a lower chance that they're going to be educating their customers you know they're kind of a side road uh display type thing um they're not going to have a lot of interaction with their customers. They'll, the customers will just bring up the little tank with the turtle to the, and they'll pay for it and leave. So, um, you know, education is important, and that's difficult when things are illegal. Uh, most of them, uh, you know, there all there are still animals under four inches sold, and there are some stipulations for that um, that you know they can be used for education or uh, non-pet uh, reasons. But most of the people who had children that were sick from salmonellosis reported that they purchased the turtle as a pet. So that kind of throws that out the window that people are buying them for educational purposes or for display of some sort. So um, it's uh, still a problem. And I, th I think, you know, turtle-associated salmonellosis is still a minor component of overall salmonella infections throughout the United States. But, you know, it's interesting to, to note that it still is a problem in the U.S. and that uh, we should be, you know, somewhat vigilant in helping to prevent this or helping to educate those uh, in our sphere of influence uh, to the potential dangers of, of reptile-associated salmonellosis. So keep putting the word out that uh, it could be an issue and that there's a 
potential for any uh, reptile you might sell uh, that if they're doing things like kissing the, the reptiles or or uh, handling them and not washing their hands before eating or letting the animals um, crawl across the surfaces where food is being prepared that's all uh, fairly risky behavior um, it's our job to educate those people that are buying reptiles from us now in, I would also say that reptiles are not the only source for salmonella and there's also many different uh, animal pet animals that can can transmit salmonella but you know things like water turtles where uh, you know water is a fairly good environment for the bacteria to sort of flourish especially if the cage conditions aren't the best um, that can really can increase the <coughs> the amount of bacteria that are present and and really increase the chance that that could be be a problem so let's be vigilant and uh, do our job to educate those around us and um, yeah keep uh, you know learning and keep growing and um, that'll make everybody better in the end so if you're interested this is in uh, emerging infectious diseases the journal uh, title is emerging infectious diseases volume 22 number 7 from July 2016 uh, again it's entitled turtle associated salmonellosis United States 2006 2014 and it's available free um, on the web uh, at that journal homepage, if you just do a search for emerging infectious diseases, it will bring up the uh, uh, page there. So, happy reading and uh, keep uh, learning. Hope you've enjoyed this uh, issue of Herpetological Discussions.